my watch. I said what I said. Not on my watch. I'll crush you so badly, you'll regret the rest of your life. Who the hell are you? That's for PC people, I'm not PC. The thing is, if you come to me, you're just gonna get gathered. Because no, I'm not having it, John. Adam or whoever that told you are. Coming up today on the Gathering Podcast. You named your child a whole Chicago. A Chicago that you don't give a shit about. Your husband doesn't give a shit about. At this point, your child your child needs to be thrown away. <laughs> you lying fucking bitch. The hair was so shit. The hair was so shit. Hi guys and welcome to the third episode of The Gathering Podcast. I'd like to give a huge shout out to all of our supporters, everybody that's listened to our podcast. We have over 11,000 hits on our SoundCloud, over 5,000 hits on our second episode and our first episode. So thank you for that. Um, We're really grateful and honestly, it's been so fun hearing like really positive feedback. Shout out to ZZ Mills for reposting us as well. That was really cool. So um, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get right into today's episode. Yes. Yes. And of course, I'm with my co-host. Almost forgot her, but How never could. You? I know. I'm so sorry. She's gonna gather me. <laughs> <laughs> oh good. And please oh, welcome eh. my co-host. Hey. <laughs> the lovely Ree. Ree, how you doing? I'm good. Red wine. How's your week been? A mess. Oh <laughs> God. What have you been up to? Just having a messy life. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, we live for the mess over here at the gathering. So, um, right, so we're going to go ahead and jump straight into today's first topic. And it's our favourite former porn star slash makeup guru slash um, black man finder and destroyer, <laughs> Miss Kimberly Kardashian West. Can we please get a handicap? Kim Kim KKK Dashian. Right, so obviously everybody has heard, not obviously, but I'm sure most of you have heard about this beef that Kim has been having with Rhymesfest, which is actually a beef that Rhymesfest has been having with Kanye that Kim decided to poke her big, gigantic (laughs) silicone ass into. (laughs) So I'm going to give you guys a rundown of exactly what happened before we get into it. So um, off the back of this Pusha T and Drake mess, which everybody's also heard about, I'm sure, um, Rhymesfest decided to get involved and at Drake, who was having a back and forth with Pusha T and just say, Drake, once you get um, some kind of money that he was supposed to be getting from Pusha T, because Pusha T said he's going to pay him for the promo, whatever was going on with that mess, he said, would you please donate some money to Donda's House, which Donda's House is um, an outreach organization in founded by Kanye West and his mother in Chicago, and it has his mother's name, and Rhymefest basically has been running it for a while. So um, he basically has been having some issues with Kanye. Financially, the the organization hasn't been well-funded by him, so he decided to throw himself into the mess. You might like it, you might not. I kind of feel like, you know what, where you can get yourself out there for a good cause, do that. So anyway, I'm going to read to you one of the most problematic tweets that ended up igniting a back and forth between Kanye, sorry, my bad, Kanye's pet, Kim, and Rhymefest, where they started going back and forth on Twitter. So this is gonna be probably the the one tweet that I found the most problematic coming from Miss KKK West. Um, 
You haven't been right since you got kicked out of the studio in Hawaii wearing fake Yeezys at Rhymefest. Laughing face emoji. You're over leveraging. Not a word, by the way. Kanye's name and ask Kanye to donate money to you. So stop with your fake community politics and lies. Truth is, you haven't been able to sustain the foundation. They had a whole bunch of other tweets. They went back and forth. Eventually, Rhymefest came back and um, had a comeback for Kim. Very classy comeback. I'm not going to read out the whole thing because it's really super, super lengthy. But in his response, he basically just said to her that, look, we've been doing everything we can for the Chicago youth. And uh, we kind of feel like we haven't been given the support that Kanye was supposed to have been giving. And as a result, if you are if you want to run the foundation yourselves, we're more than happy to back away and let you guys step in and run the foundation. So that's pretty much the mess that went down, um, just literally going through it fast, fast speed. But what do you think, Bree? I think someone needs to put a muzzle on Kim. <laughs> like, she's doing all this talking, it's nonsense. She didn't even address the issue. You're just clapping back at something, but address the fucking issue. Address Donda's house. You're, why, why didn't you speak on the issue? And why was Kanye mute? She talks about um, sticking up for her man and blah, blah, blah. Where was Kanye's mouth? Kanye had a big mouth the other day when he was talking about slavery was a choice. I didn't hear Kim saying anything then. She she was very mute then. She's just talking for talking's sake. And she's not even addressing the issue. She's just using her clout to clap back at someone who's not got as much clout as she has. And she's dickheads. And you know what? What irritated me more, and I completely agree with that, what irritated me more was that at at one point she actually tweeted apologising to her followers saying that... um, I know you guys don't know who Rhymefest is, right? Sorry, back up. Let's skirt all the way back up, right? Anybody who's a hip hop fan, mm-hmm. who is a big fan of Kanye, will know who Rhymefest is because they had a major hit. Bria Miles was in the video. It was called Brand New. That was my tune. Brand new, brand new. I still listen to that song to this day. So for somebody who has no credentials, the most you've ever done is sucked Ray J's dick on camera. For you to sit up there and say that nobody knows who an actual accomplished person is who has actually helped your husband on multiple albums, who runs a foundation with your mother-in-law's name attached to it, someone who you never even met. I'm sorry, that's so disrespectful. And to me, I kind of feel like it shocks me that Kanye was actually able to sit back. By the way, I'm not fooled. I actually think it was Kanye tweeting behind Kim. But um, (laughs) let's, for argument's sake, let's just pretend it's Kim. (laughs) let's pretend it's Kim, for you to sit back and even allow her to disrespect a man who you've been friends with like that and had a brotherhood with like that, that's ridiculous to me. Ridiculous. It's, it's so wrong. (laughs) What the hell are we listening to? And that's how I feel about you, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) I was literally on the edge of my seat like, what is this? That was messy as hell. And that is it. She is bugging out big time. And for me, I feel like anybody that's able to defend this has lost their mind. They've completely lost their minds, literally. Completely lost their minds. She's never done nothing for the black community. She doesn't give a fuck about the black community. All you care about, Kim. If anyone... <laughs> I need to go back. <laughs> no, do you know what? No, no, no. The thing, everybody you're saying is so true. Like, Kim doesn't care about anybody but herself. Kim doesn't care about black people, white people, pink people, yellow people. Kim wouldn't even care if aliens came down. <laughs> Kim only cares about Kim. Kim cares about that silicon in her ass. Her hair. 
the only thing the Kardashians have ever yes. done for black men is ruin them. Yeah. That's all you've ever done all is ruin done, black people. All they've ever done is send them to a sunken place. Name your child Chicago for what? You know, that, See, this is my thing. You name your child a whole Chicago, a Chicago that you don't give a shit about, your husband doesn't give a shit about. At this point, your child your child needs to be thrown away because we throw the whole baby away. You could not name your child against the backdrop of something that you don't care about. Your husband claims to... I feel like at the end of the day, this whole Chicago thing is just another form of clout chasing for Kanye. He just does it because it's like everyone's trying to save Chicago. Chicago was this up and coming place back in the 40s or 50s or 20s, whenever these black people started, these African-Americans started migrating there. And it was booming at that time. And now it's just turned into something else where there's gang violence. There's like killings every now and every, every two seconds. I don't even know what the statistics are, but the reality is that uh, Kim Kardashian from Calabasas. Like, Kim does not care about Chicago. Kim only cares about Chicago that she Kim gave birth about to. Kim. You know? Like, Kim doesn't give a fuck. And that's the issue that I have. You have these valley girls marrying these black men. You're saying that you're from Southside Chicago, wherever the fuck you're from. Central Chicago, North Chicago. I don't know what part of Chicago he's from. He's from Chicago. You don't <laughs> even care about Chicago. Because if you cared, you would do something about this. You wouldn't let your wife sit there and disrespect your mothers on Twitter of all things. I can't even do it. On Twitter. Kim Kardashian is just a social media activist. What she needs to do <laughs> is pull out a chair and have a, and have a damn seat. You don't care about Chicago or the black youth in Chicago. So Kim, where was all this energy when your cooning husband said slavery was a choice? Mm-hmm. I, need, I need answers, Kim. Uh-huh. Where was this energy since you care so much about the black community and what's going on in the black world? I feel like she, she never cared. Even at that point, it wasn't something that she cared about. When apparently I heard that she even released a statement don't quote me, allegedly released a statement saying that, um, oh, I want to, I don't want to comment on his comments on slavery. The thing is that Kim seems to always want to come up and say something at a point where no one needs to hear her fucking voice. Unless it's to do with makeup, unless it's to do with pussy popping, unless it's to do with sex tapes, what she needs to do is start a committee where (laughs) she sits down and rates sex tapes that come out. Farah Abraham, all them other hoes that are just like you, you need to rate all of their... You need to be the the head honcho for sex tapes. That's what you need to do. Because the reality of the situation is that... And some people will sit there, they're going to listen to the way I'm talking about Kim and say, oh, no, you're a hater, you're this, you're that. And I'm fine with that. I'm okay, you can call me a hater. My thing is that my ass is real. I have a big, huge, juicy ass and it's real. Kim had to go to the doctor and get that shit. And number two... There's nothing to hate on as far as I'm concerned when it comes to Kim because her mind is so small. She only cares about herself. And at the end of the day, if you're somebody that prides yourself on, oh, I want to be like this, I want to be like that, but then you continue to take off your clothes, post nude selfies, and you've got kids and a husband at home, but you're expecting people to not res- to, to, to now somehow respect you. At this point, Kim and Amber just need to like come together and group up do a Groupon voucher so that everyone can come to your slut walk. If you lot could just do that, that would be absolutely fantastic. Such a fucking bobblehead. And I believe there's nothing in her brain but gas. Like, literally. She doesn't know what the fuck she's saying. I know she, I, it's not even her tweeting because Kim can't read and write. I can't deal with her. She's that dumb. She's got the fucking IQ of a fucking dead plant. I can't deal with her. Literally, stop talking on black people issues. You're not a black woman, Kim. Exactly. Go and have a seat somewhere in the Ku Klux Klan fan club. <laughs> the thing of it is, like, obviously there was that picture that was released. She went to go and talk about prison reform and whatever it is with... Um, with Donald Trump and there was a picture of them and oh my god the New York Post went completely savage 
the whole cover was savage. It was something like Trump meets Rump. <laughs> but the thing of it is, of, and then like, you know, some people, all these all these fake feminists were trying to defend her. But my thing was like, you cannot defend somebody that chooses to continuously make money off of their body. There's nothing wrong with making money off of your body. Models make money off of their bodies. Naomi Campbell has made money off of her body. Jordan Dunn makes money off of her body. But it's how you do it. If you're doing it in the sense of like, even the last pictures that she posted after, I think just after Chicago was born, when she did that whole Bo Derek thing, and she was there like squatting in her ass and she was naked, butt naked and tits out and whatnot. I was like, listen, that's a, that's a, a whore's calling card for a next man to come to her. So I'm wondering what's really going on inside the home. If a man can't get you together to a point where, cause you, yeah, you can't, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. You, you can't save every hoe, but you can change a woman so that Alicia's not doing it so outwardly, you know what I mean? And so overtly and just putting it out there. But guess what? Kanye can't do that because Kanye is literally in a sunken place. Chris has already tapped on the sides of that teacup and my nigga's gone somewhere. He's floating in the middle of that dark space that uh, we saw our friend floating in and get out. <laughs> I can't deal with Kim Kardashian West at the moment. So reality TV stars are now being perched in the White House. Thank you. This is what's happening in 2018. Well, the president is a reality star in the <laughs> social in the media States. activist. <laughs> how does one become a social media activist? Let us know. Me too. I, always, I also want to join and be perched in the hashtag White House. Hashtag me too. Yeah. Literally, hashtag me too. <laughs> at this point, so we're now taking we're the taking advice from Kim. Kim Kardashian West is now a political advisor. Mm-hmm. I don't she want is. to be in this world anymore. I'm done. <laughs> What's worse is that? I, I need to exit. <laughs> to the left. I need to exit. To the left. I'm going to Mars. Y'all can meet me there. <laughs> when Kim Kardashian starts stepping foot in the White House, yeah, we're, it's now, a problem. we're now taking political advice from Kim Kardashian. It's time for me to move to a different planet. I cannot Throw longer. the whole earth away. <laughs> Anybody that's a Kim Kardashian fan, you can. Thank you for the view. Click off now because What's a don't fan? start. I don't understand why she even got. What did she, what did she, what did she do? What did she do? Seeing as you're a fan, go into the comment section and tell us what Kim actually does because we would love to know. Because at I us. never talk at us. Never talk about oh she makes all this money. That's money is not everything. I'm sorry. Money doesn't equal success. As far as in my books, money. What doesn't is her equal influence success. on you? Thank you. What's her influence on you? Why has she taught you? She's got a makeup line. Why is she your fan? Why she, you she have even fan? use her own makeup? I don't think so because I remember Jeffree Star was dragging her saying that her her swatches were were chalky and and blotchy and whatnot whatever he was saying do you know why Kim's got no time for black people I remember Jackie Aynar the one black YouTuber Mm -hmm. she invited to her event yeah she she refused to tag her and everyone crept in her comments and was atting Jackie she got dragged so You, you don't want to acknowledge the one black person you invited, yeah. but you, you knew everyone else's name. I can't stand Kim Kardashian. I can't stand I Kim. I even feel dumb talking about her. Like, Kim, she makes me Literally. Dumb. Like, yeah. that's how I feel. But the problem is, like, let me, all right, let's even go back to the original point because the reality of, of it is that it's problematic in a sense that she's talking about people that are very much more accomplished than she is. She's talking about someone that's actually trying to make a difference in she doesn't get it she doesn't get it he's actually trying to make a difference in the world he's trying to help these chicago youths to do better with their lives because he recognizes that there is actually a problem and the other issue is that we understand like she did tweet about six days ago she tweeted that the reason why kanye stopped supporting the charity was because he didn't have the money because of all of his financial issues he no longer had the money Uh, to support it and that's all good and well but then don't take the press then he was taking the press. But you have the money for constant surgery. You you have the money to pay 85 grand for Pusha T's album cover. You wanted to take the Whitney Houston picture of her messy, um, her drug-filled pal- 
drug paraphernalia, whatever picture from her hotel room. You had 85k. Good music had 85k to put into that, but you somehow have money for a picture. But you don't have 85k for the black youth in Chicago. My thing Thank is you. to Kim is that, and to Kanye, like you ain't got to support the black youth. You mm. don't have to do it. It's not by force. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. You, d- you don't have to. So I don't. You don't have to force it. All of this that you're doing is making both of you look pathetic. It's true. And Kim, you need to stop sticking up for Kanye. Kanye's already dead. Like, That's it. He's already buried. The man's gone. He's, he's gone. So he's sunken. He's in a sunken place. Yeah, and, he and, is. And you put him there, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, like let That's me. That's what you do in the black community. Let me lead into this question because this is something that I saw off the back end of their conversation. Is it okay for a, a wife, and I'm, I'm not talking about a girlfriend, I'm talking about a wife. Is it okay for a wife to step into a situation where her husband is having an issue with a friend, a male friend, and take up for her husband? What do you think, Kareem? I don't know, like, because I'm a bit of a troublemaker, so I'm yeah, always backing my man. I'm ready, I'm ready to fight. And, and you know what? My man has a problem with someone. I, I never liked him anyway. Let's go. <laughs> but um, no, I think as a wife, I feel like you know your husband, you, you know your husband's circle. You should know your husband's circle. And you, you know the friends that are not throwaways and the friends that are throwaways as well. And I feel like sometimes it's best to let them handle it because men are not like women, you know? They're men not. are not... They, they have their disagreements and they come back from it and sometimes you don't even know they had they had a disagreement. Yeah, And I feel true. like us women can be a bit wild and I feel like sometimes when a woman gets involved, it can make it harder for them to make up because we're so damn true. messy. Yeah. I know I'm messy. Like, you, you throw shots at my man, I'm throwing shots at you, your baby <laughs> mum, your dead mum, your grandma, your sister, <laughs> your barber. I'm coming for everyone. I literally. Oh my God. So I, that's why I will, stay my, I will stay out of my man's business but for the sake of him. Because he'll lose all his friends. He'll have no friends. And I don't want a man to have friends anyway, so I, I will get in his business. He don't need no one but me. <laughs> I am your friend. Please, I'm begging you. Like, any guy that just heard that, avoid her with any with your whole mind, body, and soul. <laughs> no, I'm playing, I'm playing. You know what? I take the stance that when it comes to my man, my husband, should I say, I don't think that it's a woman's place to get involved in men's business, especially where it's like their relationship further outspans your relationship with him. And granted that marriage is a lot more important than any kind of relationship that you're going to have, but um, outside of your children. But at the same time, I kind of feel like it is up to a woman to ident like I agree with that point of identify where you need to step in because it depends on who your man is as well. If you know your man is super passive and like he doesn't stick up for himself and you see his friends are fucking with him and you just <laughs> like you just get fed up and you're just like I'm gonna literally gather the whole lot of your friends or that friend or that friend because they're fucking with you. I get that. But at the same time I feel like in this instance I'm looking at it just in this particular instance. I think Kim should have minded her own fucking business. Mm-hmm. Kanye is in every single position to speak for himself. He has no problem speaking for himself. His mouth is bigger than a fucking Grand Canaria. Mm-hmm. So he has no issue speaking on his own behalf. And I think she should have sat the fuck down. And back to what I actually said before was, I actually think it was Kanye speaking anyway, because Kim ain't about that life of sending for anyone she like that. Not. So, um, but yeah, we're just going to continue to pretend that it was Kim. I think she should have sat down and ate her fucking food. That's actually what I thought. But, um... Yeah, but in like on a personal level, I kind of feel like the same way I said a man 
a woman shouldn't a man shouldn't speak on a woman's issues and a man shouldn't speak on a women's issues and women whatever anyway i'm getting confused but yeah i think it's vice versa like remember with real housewives of atlanta when Mm -hmm. peter kept getting involved in cynthia's problems but you know in his defense i kind of feel like cynthia's very passive Mm -hmm. and that's why he kept getting involved because he was getting pissed off to see her continue (laughs) to get gathered and (laughs) never stick up for herself and he kept getting involved and i still i saw that as a problem you shouldn't get involved in your man's issues with the same sex and he shouldn't get involved with vice versa because i know that anytime i don't argue with men that aren't in my family or who I'm not ethnic. I know you don't argue I remember I the time we were out one time and the man tried to address you you were like mm, yeah. you're not addressing me hand no, and face I said you yeah. you were like no no what you're not going to do is address me as a man he tried to back his girlfriend and you were like what no, no. don't address me thank you that's what you said don't address remember me remember that yeah. yes that's a perfect around, example you are like, no, not addressing me that's it you're not addressing me you're I'm, not addressing me I think it's so risky for a man to address a woman because I'll, I'll be like he's being aggressive I didn't know he was going to exactly. hit me exactly X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z. My thing is, is that... I'll shut it down before it even gets to it that just gets where I have to messy question. Because my thing is that if a man addresses me, if I start getting the men in, my boys involved, it's going to become a madness. <laughs> like, literally, so... It's just, no, it's going to become a madness. Like, literally, I feel like men should just stay... I feel like, yeah, I feel like we should stay And that's exactly, yeah. you see why I say it's that? Because it's a two-way thing. I have it's no easy to be mind. like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna protect my man and whatnot. But when you think about it on the flip side, it's like, and even on a person, would you want your man attacking a female that you're having an issue with? No, I wouldn't I want that's that. So that's tacky. so tacky. Exactly. It's so, so it's tacky. a two-way thing. And even like that incident that, you know, Re just brought up, like, I remember how that shit went down. I was so patient with that female and she just kept prodding and prodding and then eventually she just said the right thing that triggered me Duppy mango and <laughs> i went off like i snapped all the way off on her and then her man walked in after everything i kind of died down and what's worse is that everyone thought i was gonna get on my seat i'm cl- i'm i'm classy like this and not like this baby if you listen to daniva you know what that is i'm classy like this and not like this honey i was not about to get out of my seat i was gonna read the shit out of her from my seat and that's exactly what i did and then her man walks in and he's just like Oh, um, 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 who's arguing? Did it? And I said, I said, the minute he said that, I threw my hands up and I said, don't address me. Don't do it. I was like, I'm already talking to your woman. If it was an altercation between me and you, and then she came in, I would have accepted that because then I would have actually stopped talking to you and started speaking to your woman. Right. And I even said, my thing is that if I have to argue with a male, which I avoid by any means necessary, mm-hmm. I'm going to defer you. Even if my brother isn't <laughs> there, I'm going to say, you need to talk to my brothers. I have two older brothers who are bigger and taller than me. You can talk to them. Whether I'm in a different country, I'll still tell you that. You need to talk to my brothers or talk to my man. You're not going to address me. Don't I'm address a female. Me. Don't address me. How dare you? How dare you even address you? I remember when I was coming, I, had a, I went on holiday with some girls, a group of girls, and... <laughs> Got into an argument with one in Miami. Tell me why I landed in Heathrow and I see a man at the airport waiting for me. And he comes up to me and like, what happened with my sister in Miami? I was like, mm Like, literally, I was like, nope, nope, nope. But what? then as I was walking away, he goes to me, you fucking champ. I know where you work and live. So I was just going to... I was going to beck it and call the police because I'm too old <laughs> for all of this. But I called one of my boys, yeah, and I told him what happened. My boy was like, you can call the police, yeah, but I'm not having it. Yeah. That sort of thing. And I was yeah. like, no, 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 no. He was like, no... I'm, I'm not, not having, having it. it. Yeah, like, I'm not having it. And he Straight. was like, "It can get handled. You can. You, it's up to you. What do you want to do? You can call the police, 
or I can handle it. Yeah. Because someone coming to meet you at the airport, a man coming to me at the airport, yeah. it is no joke. And when I and when I talked to the person that he wasn't gonna do nothing though. But the thing is, yeah, he shouldn't have approached me. He never. How the fuck did he ever. know who the fuck I was? He like, shouldn't have approached of all you. All the black girls that came up from that flight from Miami, how did you know it he was He obviously me? like knew because your friend had given him that heads You're up. But the reality is that side. even your friend should have been like, I'm step gonna get my female cousins. Step to the to side for what? What the hell? What even happened in Miami for this? And you see, that's... (laughs) I can't deal. But yeah, you see, that's the issue that I have as well because the reality of the situation is that if Rhymesworth had decided to go at Kim, he came back with a classy clap back. He had to. But no, 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 he didn't have to. He could have gone savage on her ass. Now, had he gone savage, I want to know if everyone would have met the situation with the same energy because the reality of the situation is that everybody dragged her... Because you're the one that went ham. You're cussing at the man's shoes. You're cussing at, oh, we're cancelling your fight to Wyoming. Bitch, no one wants to be around you and your stank pussy. Jesus Christ, a whole room must smell of your damn pussy. She smells like Budusi, I'm pretty sure of that. But who the <laughs> fuck was it? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure of that. Move, bitch. Move. Get the fuck out of here, you non-entity. So it's like, the reality of the situation is that had he now decided to clap back in a savage manner... I really want to know what everybody's response would have been. And this is the issue that I have. Women that want to play, you want to get involved in man's issues and then you want to play victim. Same thing on the other way around, vice versa. Man wants to get involved in women's issues and then get upset when they get called a bitch or, oh, you're getting involved in, you get in women's mix up. Don't get upset if someone calls you a bitch for getting in women's mix-up. Just stay the fuck out of it. That's how I feel. I understand you're defending your chick if something physical is about to happen to her, but sometimes men can be so bitchy and messy. Yeah. Some of them are the worst bone carriers. Nah, some men actually move like bitches. They don't even know. It makes me sick. It's true. So so involved in women's business. Or I I remember when I used to see this guy, yeah, and I remember, like, you know, as a woman, you're just talking to the, whoever. I'm just talking about one of your friends saying happened, and he used to make comments, some bitchy comments. I, I think he's like, "Wow, you're a woman," and he's like, "Yeah, it's all jealous of you. They're hating on you." Who is this? AB? Oh God, is uh, this Mr. AB again? Who's AB? I don't know no one called AB. The shitty AB. I, I don't know AB. Oh my god, I, I don't know anyone called AB. My bad. Okay, we no longer know anyone called AB. AB Remember for my episode <laughs> one crew, AB passed away. Even ah, AB used to go lay flowers on his grave. He's next dead time, in the oh, Next time I go past. Certain cemetery in South East London. <laughs> if you guys that. don't know what we're talking about, go to episode one. Mr. AB was actually, oh, he's another messy little bitch. <laughs> no, literally, when, when I think about it, like he's one of the messy, he's one of the messy, messy, messy guys. Yeah. I remember, I think me and my friends had an argument and he was just there like, oh, she she makes me sick. Well, you don't no, know, where, yeah. where do you know her from? Where do you know her from to say she <laughs> makes she, you she sick? Boy, Brian. Brian. Telling me that, yeah, I bet she's this and I bet she's that. No, nah, allow it, please. Fact, no, I yeah, beg. I feel I like beg. stay out of, we should stay out of each other's business. For real, yeah. Stay the F out of each other's business. That's how I feel. I just kind of feel like it's gotten to that place now where it's just like, people know how to fight their own battles. Everybody has a mouth. Everyone can speak for themselves. Unless a man is coming for me, that's when I'll literally just be, I would expect naturally the kind of guys that I date I'd expect them to naturally step in and I've had guys step in for me like before even over the pettiest stuff and I'm just like babe calm down it's not that serious but they'll step in and just start going off because a guy has like tried to do something and I'm just like nah it's not even, he wasn't even trying it like that but that's what I expect you know because my brothers my brothers don't play like my brothers do when it comes to because I'm not going to say how many siblings I have, just in case that identifies me too much. But anyway, I have brothers. And my brothers, I've got a few siblings. siblings everywhere. Anyway, we're all over the world. And um, same mom, same dad, no shade, no tea. But um, yeah, so, you know, we're all over the place. And yeah, so, you know, my brothers, they've taken up for 
all of us at some point because that's what it is so for me i just kind of feel like when it comes to being married i don't expect myself to go into a situation where i'm just like you know what unless it's a serious thing unless where i'm just like there's something at stake and i'm like now you guys are disrespecting my husband and i'm not having it but you know I can't do that. I can't. My brother only gets in. You know, my brother only gets involved <laughs> when, when it's time. When he's had enough. Only gets... My brother, when my brother gets involved, you know, he doesn't get involved. But when he, he gets doesn't, involved, yeah. he's had enough. Enough. Like yeah, my brother, yeah, yeah. my brother doesn't like people taking a piss out of me. Yeah, yeah. But I'm he knows I can around. handle. He knows I can handle myself. The real is the sister that he has just shows that I can she handle myself. Exactly. When the, so if my brother. If it, you know, if from how I am, if my brother gets involved, you know that it's right. Gloves are off. Like like. <laughs> He doesn't get involved, but like he, he leaves it there. Oh. But Kunye West, yeah, is that? Is that? so shy. He can speak. He's always coming out of reckless statements. He can constantly speak. He's constantly talking. This, this is the same man that came for a pure white woman. Like, let's remember that Kanye West had a full-on beef, full-on beef with Taylor Swift. Yeah. And he's literally obsessed. I f- at this Kanye point, I think, walked on fucking stage. I think Kanye wants to be Beyonce at this point. I'm just convinced. After the whole, on, I felt like he felt personally begrudged that whole thing of wait, wait one second, tell I'm gonna let you have your moment. Beyonce, I feel like he was feeling it himself. Maybe actually, maybe the true tea is that Kanye was the one that came up with the whole concept of that video. Hence why he just had because he's got a massive ego. Maybe he's the one that came up with the whole concept. Who knows? Who knows? I do kind of feel like women and men. Stay out of each other's business unless it's completely necessary. And it's that thing of, listen, we need to be a gang and a team against this thing. It would have been different if Kim and Kanye were coming at him. If Kim and Kanye were coming at Ryan's Fest, I would have stood back. If me and my man are coming at you, (laughs) that's because you ignited something in the both of us. You're going to get it today from the two of us. But the reality of the situation is that people don't need to defend each other, especially when it comes to family, because him and Ryan Fest are like family literally stay out of it that's what someone said how are you even hating when from outside the club you don't even know what's going on <laughs> that's what someone so that's what someone said someone's like kim you have no you, you have no place talking she about this stop like, talking about black issues like, literally you have no place talking about it like stay out of it worry um, about the armenian genocide that's what you need to worry about this is it my thing is is that yeah stay out of your man's business the thing is me and my man come at you it's manslaughter it's man it's manslaughter it's man. The thing of it is, with with, with Reese, it's her man and slaughter. She is slaughter, so it's man slaughter. Is, I, probably, I kill people on my ones, but if my man, if my man has my back and now starts gassing me up here. Oh, you know when they start patting you on the back, like it's going to be a it. fucking genocide. Get it? <laughs> I everyone's getting everyone's getting blazed. Everyone, like, literally. That's no. what it is. But yeah, leave leave the battles alone, especially when it's nothing to do with you. Like you've got this white KKK member and. <laughs> Coming, coming at this man that's like trying to do really well in the black, community. black community. Like, I don't. I think that's the sentiment that people didn't care for the most. I really, really uh, do. And now you want to give the foundation to the, your toddlers to run? Have it, <laughs> have they got business management skills. I'm so confused. Ooh, Nori, Chicago. Do all that, all that homeschooling. The kids are beautiful though. All that homeschooling. <laughs> we're waiting. That Nori's a bit of a brat. I saw her blow out her friends, um, her friends' uh, candles on her on her. <laughs> I did that to someone yesterday because they didn't buy me white wine. Typical you. Typical <laughs> you. Typical you. You see, this is I'm sitting. I'm literally sitting next to Nori West at this point. <laughs> she got right into Rhymes Fest way, and I don't really appreciate that. And I think most of Black Twitter didn't appreciate it either because they all started dragging the shit out of her, which rightfully so she deserved. So, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Haha, <laughs> bitch. 
So for the topic of this week, we're going to be discussing, oh God, a topic that I probably, it's going to be draining, but do you know what? It's so necessary. The Instagram clout chasers. So we're talking about the baddies the insta baddies and the male insta baddies as well because there are a lot of them they don't have a name which i think they should have what name bitches? should we give them insta <laughs> bitches insta insta fuck boys actually i think insta fuck boys suits them insta very mistresses. well <laughs> <laughs> the male the insta gigolos so basically to be honest with you the wow too many too too much of the be honest with you and do that but anyway <laughs> but yeah the reality of the situation is oh. i see so many people on instagram who portray a certain type of lifestyle talk a certain talk look a certain type of way and when you actually interact with them uh almost like 70 percent of the time these people are not genuinely about the type of life that they're portraying on instagram and to be honest with you it does it feels like we're beating a dead horse because it is a topic that people are spoken about a lot. But at the same time, we want to have our say. The reality of the situation is I know people on Instagram, on other social media handles who are not about that life, but they will have their fans, their followers, their listeners and whatever believe that there's something that they're completely not. Like, they'll be out here with Gucci this and Balenciaga that and this, that, this. And it's not even just about the material things. It's even about the content of what they're saying and content of their character. But when you actually, when you know them, and this is the issue that I have for the people that I know personally, I feel like you're putting out a fake image to the world. That's not you. You're saying that you're about that life and you're this and you're that, but you still live at home. You still work in retail. You really don't have it like that. Like, I kind of feel like, it's gotten to a place now. The only the only reason why I'm discussing it is because why we're discussing it is because I kind of feel like it's fake. It's giving it's giving other people this perception that you have it made when you don't. And I think that's really problematic because a lot of people are basing their goals on people who aren't even meant to be goals because they haven't even made it. A lot of these it's the clout losers. They don't even have a pot to piss in. Most of their um videos whatever comes from their box room in their mother's houses <laughs> and to be honest i'm just tired of them you're, you're nobodies like the most they get invited to is a boozy party and they think they've made it please let me go and concentrate on my career that's it exactly my thing is just like and let, like there's some people they put all of their heart body and heart mind body and soul into building themselves up on social media and it becomes a full-time thing and do you know what i met someone like that yesterday and he was just like listen i gave up everything to build myself up not on instagram or anything but just in general gave himself gave up his part-time job and it's just broke now because he's trying to chase his dreams <sighs> a lot of these instagram people they'll rather f- and i believe in fake it until you make it but mm-hmm. at the same time don't give people a perception of something that you're not Half of these people are getting freebies for the females anyway. All these Insta baddies, they get free stuff. They're not really doing it the way you think they're doing it. And I just kind of feel like, let's stop with the tomfoolery. Let's stop with the fakery. Everyone claims to love Cardi B because she's real. Mm-hmm. But half of the people that claim to love her or majority of the people that claim to love her to be real, for being real, aren't even real themselves right. on social media. And that's the issue that I have. It's almost like they want to hide behind other people that are ready to keep it real. 
but they don't want to be real themselves. I think social media creates so much fakery, and um, I've got nothing wrong. They're gonna say you're just hating. First of all, I ain't got nothing to hate on. Nothing. I, I don't aspire to be an Instagram buddy. I don't <coughs> want to be one. Like, I don't want to post a picture and get... We 10, want real careers. 10,000 likes and wow, I've, yeah. now, I've now made it. No, I haven't made it because them 10,000 likes, they, they ain't paying my bills for me anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, what I will say um, about these Instagram buddies, what do you actually do? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just wondering, you post a pic, what do you actually do? Outside of sitting around waiting for endorsements from some of these online brands, I too am asking the same question. What do you guys actually do? I'd love to. Is there, if there's an Instagram baddie out there that's going to take offense to what we're saying, I would love you to come in the comment section of anywhere that we've posted this and actually tell us what it is that you actually do. Because taking pictures is a very easy thing to do. I've worked on shows, reality shows, mm-hmm. where taking pictures for your Instagram is part of the job. That's just one small, tiny part of the entire job. So for you to say that's your whole thing, nah, you need, we need answers. Because that's a not that's not a whole career, I'm sorry. That's not. It's not. Do you know what? There are some people on IG who have a lot of clout and they do other things, like they do like videos. I've actually watched um, mm-hmm. quite a few. They do like things like life videos and yeah. you, you can appreciate it. But some of you are just they're taking pictures in booby clothing exactly and and that is that and my thing is is that you lot are so disengaged from the real world mm-hmm. like i've had a job where they used to fly me out business class around the world for trips so social media is shit like you're, you're now making people think that this is the career path they want to follow everyone yeah. now wants to be a youtuber everyone now wants to have ten thousand followers I think like the, the Twitter crew are the worst. They are. They are the absolute yeah. worst. No, I, I'm not, half of them I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> they all, it's they, so cringe. I remember some girl was just like tweeting saying they make me sick. They come like some sort of gang and it's like yeah. a Twitter circle. Go to yeah. hell. You lot are a bunch of losers. I don't even care. Just one after I don't the care. other. You're losers. It's really, You're really online cringe. click. You know, you're losers, man. Move. Half of them like if you, if you actually look at their LinkedIn in profiles, if they even have anything to post on LinkedIn, you'll find that. They're like literally junior. No one cares about them. They're, they're literally. Bunch and of I interns think, um, on Twitter doing the most. It's just too much. It's just too much. The clout chasing is too much. It's gotten to a place where everyone... And I get it. Everyone is trying to be successful. But my thing is that when you care so much about the end goal and how mm-hmm. it's going to make you look, that's where you're like falling down. Because the reality of the situation is that how it's going to make you look is only a part of the uh, entire thing. You need to make sure that your integrity and everything is intact when you're doing that. Half these girls are posting, these Insta baddies are posting naked pictures. Damn near naked pictures. Photoshop to blood clots. In five years time, <laughs> you might want to go on a different career path, a real career path, because being an Insta baddie is not a career path. You might decide that, do you know what? I want to do this and I want to do that. And it's going to be a lot more difficult for you to do that because you've now gone and put naked pictures of yourself out there Certain people are going to know you. It's not good for your career. It's not good for... And this is what it is. A lot of people are not thinking about the long term when they're doing a lot of the stuff that they're doing. Even the content... And you know what? Let me talk about content quality. As someone that works in entertainment, I'm very sensitive to making sure that the type of content that goes out there is is consumable. Because the reality of the situation is that you have so many people that are able to use their phones go online you can right. post on youtube you can post on twitter you can post on instagram you can post anywhere you want to post mm-hmm. and 
I see so much content out there. Like for instance, I saw a video with three girls. They're sitting there, they're talking and it's so contrived. It's so fake. They're screaming their heads off. They're not saying anything tangible. They're talking shit. And that was just the promo. And I like, I looked at it and I just thought, this is bullshit. The fact that people can buy a camera that's good quality, put it in front of them and start talking shit. That irritates me. And yes, I understand there is an audience for that. But you have to understand, this is exactly why it's so difficult to get into the industry that I work in. Entertainment is so hard to get into because they're trying to keep the trash outside. Way outside. Way outside. Stay in line. Stay in your lane. Stay in your line. Stay wherever the hell you need to stay. Just don't come into where the fuck we are. And I think for me, I've carried on with that mindset because I've had to work my ass off to get into entertainment. I had to do a lot of coffee making and running and doing all of this. And for me, I kind of feel like when I see people out here putting up YouTube videos and the content is rubbish, they're not thinking about what they're putting up. They're just screaming, hollering and shouting. Remember I sent, like I actually sent Re a video of three girls. They're sitting on the sofa, like cute girls. They're like telling jokes and all of that, doing an African accent every two seconds. Listen, leave that shit to Grace. Grace is the funny one. Grace knows how to do that shit. Grace can do that shit hands down, yeah? Half of you bitches are doing them African accents. She does it effortlessly and it's so funny. I love the way she comes across when she's on her videos. But when I see, like, these girls trying to do, like, oh, yeah, but God, I know it's so fucking cringe. Stop being contrived. Stop copying other people. Come up with your own fucking ideas and your own concepts. It's so jarring to see people mimic creative stuff. And as quiet as it's fucking kept, half of you can even survive a day in the entertainment world. When you see a real fucking camera with not your boy from uni standing behind it, but a fucking real DOP, a real PD, and I'm actually going to use jargon here for the ones that actually know what it is, a PD, an AP, and all of those people behind the camera, and they're telling you what to say, a teleprompter in front of you, a foot pump to actually let your words come up at the right pace, you'll fucking cringe and die. Half of you are not built for this shit, but you're trying to force the thing. I see way too many people on YouTube trying to have YouTube channels. You don't even know how to engage and speak on the on fucking camera. You don't even know how to speak. You don't know what to do. Oh, sorry, I'm actually snapping right now. You don't know, you don't know how to speak. You're gathering. You don't know what, I'm gathering. You don't know how to speak. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to even position your face, your hands, and all of that. You don't know what the fuck you're saying. You don't practice. It's jarring. And I know you might have an audience, but guess what? You're going to look back on that in the next couple of years and be like, fucking hell, that's ridiculous. And I can tell the genuine people that have potential to be very good public speakers and half of you that know for a fact you're a bunch of fucking nerds who don't know what the hell you're doing and don't know what the fuck you're saying. And I'm not even saying that in a bad way. I'm a nerd. I know the nerd world <laughs> is a big world, yeah? And there's, we come in a plethora of different kinds of... kinds of um, we, we are cut from a different bunch of cloths. And it just pisses me off when I see a bunch of you putting on your makeup, putting on your lashes. You know you're not about that life. Fuck that shit. Take that shit off. Sit down and be who the fuck you are and talk from your fucking heart. Stop trying to be an Insta baddie. Stop trying to be among. Stop trying to be about that life because you're not about that life. That's the point. And it irritates me because you have all these people that want to follow trends. YouTube is not for everyone. YouTube isn't for everyone. Insta baddie lifestyle is not for everyone. Sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. You have certain people like, Lord have mercy. (laughs) You have certain people, yeah, who I just kind of feel like are not about that life, but they've 
managed to build themselves up. And do you know what? Kudos to them. That's all cool. But the reality is that the person that you see behind that is not the real deal. And no, and I think a lot of apparently all these Instagram people they all now become friends with each other. Yeah. And then they're, they're around a new crew and everyone's hating from the outside. Hating from the outside of where? So where exactly. are you lot? Where where are you? Yeah. Well, what are you in exactly? Exactly. Have a fucking seat. Pull That's the out, thing. Pull out a fucking chair and take a long seat and think about your whole damn life. <laughs> but like, do you kind of feel like it's going to change in the long run? Yeah, it's definitely you know what, yeah, you're here for now. And you know what's funny is that the old the, the old Instagram baddies, there's been a lot of YouTube videos lately why I'm leaving Instagram or why I'm leaving YouTube. Yeah, like, you just that's expired. True. You expired, yeah. <laughs> you expired. Someone new came in. Someone new came in and then you're like, it's not the same anymore. It used to be no 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 no. Your it's time is up. <laughs> like literally your time is up, your market's done. Now it's time for you to go get a proper job. <laughs> My thing is you've got no experience. <laughs> but you see the other issue is that their time is up, but the reality of the situation is that so many people are going to come in and they are going to try and do a good thing off the back of other people. They've seen other people do it. So their thing is just like, well, if that person can do it, I can do it too. And that's what it is. You have to have a unique kind of thing going on for you. But in terms of half of these Insta baddies, I'm sorry, I just, I can't take it anymore. I can't. I can't take it. Like, how can your whole life consist of reviewing AliExpress weave? <laughs> I can't do it. And do you know what pisses me off about these Instagram with 50k um, followers and whatnot? You lot make me sick. Do you know why? <laughs> <laughs> because I will never forget the time this really triggers me. I remember I worked at a company. It's my first company trip. I was going to Japan and I watched all these reviews for hair on this curly hair and all you lying bitches, yeah. <laughs> so this hair was it's so amazing. I've had it in for a month now. It doesn't change. <laughs> I went and bought this hair, yeah. On day two, the hair turned into a fucking mess. Oh, and no. I know how to keep my hair, so I knew it wasn't me. And this was two days before my first trip. Oh, my god! I was gosh. so angry. I cussed all of so you bad. out. I went, all your places, I cussed you out of fucking liars. Dickheads. <laughs> I was so angry. I spent <laughs> I mean, my money They're trying to make that I money. worked for, yeah. I didn't get, I, I don't get sent here for free like you bitches, yeah. And all of you, <laughs> all of you, even one bitch that went to my school as well, fuck you. Because I, I even messaged you and asked you about the hair. You said, yeah, it's really, really good, you lying fucking bitch. The hair was so shit. The hair was so shit. I put 28 inches of curly hair. I had to cut it. I had to cut it. By the time I was done with this hair, it was 10 inches. Oh, it even I live, got I live. to the fucking point where my boyfriend at the time even brought me this conditioner because he felt so sorry for me. I was deep conditioning it. I put all the mask on it in the world. The hair was shit, you lying bitches. Fuck all of you. And that still happens. <laughs> I swear to God, if I ever catch any of you lot sleeping, I don't care, I'm gonna punch you. We don't, we don't. So angry now, I'm angry that that got me Oh, you see what I mean? You insta baddies that are trying to clout chase. You, you've got us triggered today. And can I say something <coughs> to you, Instagram buddies? You, you are always promoting things, yeah, from these Instagram boutiques, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not buying it. You Instagram bad. No, actually, I want to say thank you, actually, because you know all these bikinis <laughs> that you that you put on, they're all from eBay. And when I see them on eBay, I see them on YouTube, and I can now buy it for £5. I'm, I'm not clicking on your link, yeah, and buying it for £25 from the Instagram boutique. What I'm going to do is purchase it from eBay for £5. But thank you. Thank you for letting me know that it looked good in person. That's the one thing I struggle with with eBay, is I don't know whether it's going to look like this. But you Instagram baddies, you stay wearing all these Instagram clothes that are all from eBay and China. I'm putting a link, £20 for a bikini, that's £5. Bye. Bitch, bye. I'm so angry about that. You lot are so problematic just as a collective. 
You're so problematic. Everything that we've spoken about, you're so problematic. Look at what you've done now. Look at what you've done. You've got us all triggered. No, that really triggered me. Big big business class trip to Japan, you know. You bitches will never reach Japan on a business class flight. And that was the first A freight with British Airways that flew. That was me, bitch. I can't. I had to cut a 20, 20, 28 inch move down to 10 inches because of you lying hoes. <laughs> Fucking annoying now. I'm done. Oh, wow. Well, Looking forward to searching in Japan my big curly hair. I had to cut the shit out of that. Because yeah, I remember. Well, uh, sorry, can I just ask, what the fuck did it look like at 10 oh inches? Oh my god. <laughs> did it oh. look like some Whitney Houston? Oh I want to dance with somebody. It did. And, shit. It, and, it, and this was before. Nowadays, everyone's rocking the short curly look. No one was doing that. This was in 2013. No one was doing that. You are lying, bitch. It, it doesn't shed. I've had no problems with this hair. What I will say no. about this hair... And you know what? That's the worst. I think you caught really, it at really the good. first days when those those Dusting. girls started lying. They started lying. Like, these Insta baddies, they lie a lot about the stuff that they're sent for free because they're getting paid to lie. They wear it for one and day. And half of them don't even get paid to lie. They just get the free stuff and that's an, that, that is an incentive enough for them to lie. I was sent this hair by Ali and Ali and But this is an honest <laughs> review. <laughs> Fucking lying bitches. I, mean, I stopped following them a long time ago. <laughs> but yeah, oh my gosh. But yeah, Look you at it. I had to cut it all the way oh down. Oh my God, it's so short. It was, it was up there. No, I was so angry. No, oh cut my Cut it and 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 no, cut it. No, that, that is painful. That is painful. I can't even lie. But you know what? That's, that's literally what we're facing now. We have a bunch of people who are way more concerned with being online, making a little bit of money really quick. And just generally just getting that attention from people that is probably unwanted, unwarranted kind of attention for a normal person. But, um, you know, keep doing your thing. Just don't irritate the rest of us while you're doing it because the reality of it is that a lot of you are out here... Lying. Lying. Putting false information out there. Being this and being that. And, like, especially for the ones that are out here and they're trying to, like, be on podcasts and stuff like that. That's all good and well, but... You know, don't say one thing, but you know, your lifestyle is a completely different thing from what you're portraying. Like, we're really honest and we're very candid about who we are. Like, we've we've been, we've put forth who we are. Like, we're young, up and coming, you know, successful young black women. So I kind of feel like for some women, they put it out there and they're, that's what they're chasing. That's Rubbish. what their goal is, but they're not there yet. And they're trying to use that, build up that clout to get to that place. I can't deal with it. Do you know what? I can't. People actually aspire to be Instagram buddies. A lot of these clout chasers, they come together so that they can like feed off of each other's following, which I think is a good thing. Why is that aspiration? A lot of people do that. Even in the celeb world, I will say that you do have a lot of people who they, they, you're grouped together in terms of this person's following that person. And like, even in the office, we talk a lot about this person's Instagram, that person's Twitter, that, because it is important now because it does, Mm -hmm. it does give you views and follows and stuff like that. And it, it, does translate for the people in my world in entertainment it translates into money a lot of these people it translates into free hair and uh free 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 um so shady free events shady shay yeah, shady shay shady shay is keeping it real in my world it translates to millions so you know um you know it is it is a thing but at the same time you know i just kind of feel like ultimately i've lost my train of thought <laughs> I knew I'd lost it. I was literally about to fucking say it. It's because oh, you've been God. drinking too much wine. Yeah, Moving on to the L of the week. Oh, God. <laughs> the L of the week is going to the Ku Klux Klan member, which is Roseanne. 
for calling Obama's advisor an ape and then issuing that pathetic, <laughs> pathetic <laughs> apology. So um, I think what happened is early one morning, Roseanne was out ranting, you know, <laughs> KKK members, they don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but she came for the wrong one. Uh-huh. She got dragged. Her show's been cancelled. Roseanne's now in a box. What did she say? Let, let's pull up the tweet. <laughs> Something about Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. No, no, no. I think it was in regards to one of the, if I'm not mistaken, one of the aides from Obama's administration. Yeah, and that woman comes from like a prestige black excellence family. Like she's got physicians, scientists and all of that in her family. She said Muslim Brotherhood and Planet mm-hmm. of the Apes had a baby equals VJ. Yeah. Wow. Roseanne, wow. you're a fucking L. You're a mess. Your show's been cancelled. <laughs> no, yeah, Roseanne, yeah, you're funny because you issued an, you issued a pathetic apology on Twitter, and I feel like Roseanne was just sat there eating some sort of bologna and <laughs> just, just eating something, yeah, and just typing the apology. She didn't. Then she, she said what kills it. Roseanne then said that she would leave in Twitter <laughs> only to stay on Twitter. I can't with Roseanne. Has she left? You know, Roseanne is still- <laughs> Has she at least deleted the tweet where she said she was going to leave? <laughs> I don't even know. I'm not, I'm not giving Roseanne a follow or review on her Twitter. Like, literally, can you check her Twitter? Because I don't want to look at it. I don't want to give her an insight. So do I. I'm not going to you look at it. You guys check it. Like, oh listen. my God, Roseanne. Do you Good know night, what? Roseanne. I was watching a video. Uh, no, 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 I was watching a news report on CNN where they were talking about it. And I, I think... She's been doing some problematic shit for a while and it just caught up with her this time. And what pissed me off more was when they interviewed, um, I think it was on ABC, if I'm not mistaken, they interviewed the lady that she was talking about. And this woman's family is prestige. I can't believe I've never, I think I've heard of some of her family members before, but I've never like, I don't know exactly who she is. And when I like, when they were telling like the backstory of her family, like, they're like, you know, those black excellence part, um, families from like back in the day, like post slavery, where like black excellence was rife and the people that were educationers, edu- educators, Lord, the wine is kicking in, educators, physicians, doctors, and all of that. That's the kind of family she comes from. It's nothing to be scoffed at. So for Roseanne, a whole Roseanne that sits on her fucking sofa, chomping fat on burgers shit. and doing whatever the fuck else she does, being a fat Trash. white Republican. I don't think it was really fair for someone like her to come at the person that she came at. If I like if I'm really telling it, I would say it's like it's almost like uh let me think, let me think, let me think. Uh, it's like Soldier Boy coming <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like Soldier Boy coming <laughs> for the Queen on a serious level. Do you know what I mean? That's what it felt like because it's like you're nothing. Roseanne, you have your little show on ABC. And what's worse is that she used to be Miss Woke and I'm going to expose Hollywood and whatnot. The minute that they gave her her show back, she (laughs) went completely silent. She was like, Hollywood is a ting. I'm happy. I feel like it was actually a ritual thing. I watched one channel, um, Lovely T's channel. I love that channel. Shout out to Lovely T. She's got like the best channel ever. She was talking about the issue and she was actually saying that she thinks that because Roseanne was exposing Hollywood before, telling everyone everyone about all the different things that happened Mm -hmm. in Hollywood they now basically did all of this to teach her a lesson and Good make an example bitch. of her. But my thing is that I don't give a fuck about you. You sitting here talking about people, black people being apes. 
Fuck you, fat ass bitch. Take Sit that L and wear that L. You are a double cheeseburger <laughs> away from a heart attack and obesity. The only reason you're not an official member of the KKK because they couldn't find a white cloth big enough. <laughs> Fuck you and good night. <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> On that note, goodbye. You said they couldn't find a white cloth big enough. They couldn't. And you know what? It's we're well, not even fat shaming. Goliath. It's just her. <laughs> It's just Roseanne. I can't fucking stand her. For you to sit up there and have the cholesterol that you have and still send for other people's. My thing is that when your cholesterol is bigger than your Twitter your Twitter followers, that's when you need to really be in a place your of worry. Count. I can't deal. I literally cannot deal fucking with that. Fine, <laughs> we're done, we're done. Right, I'm going to do the win of the week. Go to detox. <laughs> Oily bitch. So I'm going to do the win of the week. So win of the week is to the Nigerian football team. Oh, national uh-huh. football team. Uh-huh. No, you see, anytime you say Nigerian, they all come out of their caves. Yeah. So um, the reason why I'm giving it to them, I know they didn't win the friendly between England yesterday, but I think the football kit is so lit. The support that um, Nigerians showed for their own national team. And As we do. Even us other Africans showed the team even though I, I saw one Ghanaian uncle on the train this Ghanaian uncle had a, a, a Great Britain flag in his hand <laughs> he, was, he, he rolled it up I and I was like I knew he was Ghanaian I was like what the fuck the hatred is so real everybody knew yeah we all had to be in formation <laughs> everyone had to every African had to be in formation for this match because it was a big deal friendly or not World Cup or not or whatever we all had to be in formation. This guy and uncle decided to step out of the fucking line and decided that he was just going to do his own thing and support GB. Whatever. That's good for him. Uh, I think the guy to at me, how, how, you know, the, um, the millions <laughs> of kits we sold, how, how, how long did it sell out? That's it. Can someone, someone that represents the was Black it, Stars like three at me? Minutes? Was it three minutes? minutes or something like that? And Ghana's, oh, sorry, they're not in the World Cup. Oops. The kit. <laughs> <laughs> The kits were effing dope. I looked at them um, ahead of time. I've seen them. Yeah. T-, T was one from what you're saying. Was like, I haven't seen it. I'm going to look at it. My mum's bucket really hat. Nice. I'm getting, I was trying to, I wanted to get the bucket hat from Nighttime, but I didn't get a chance to. And now I'm like thinking it's probably sold out. But do you know what? Kudos to the Nigerian team. Kudos to Nike for designing that amazing freaking kit. I think it looks so dope. dope. I saw well. some people... One mixed race dude that was wearing it, I was so white proud of him. He was with his it. white boys who were wearing Oluwa it. Oluwa David, Oluwa, all Oluwa of Becky, all of you that are wearing it. That's it. Oluwa the Becky, all the I white people so, that supported I'm so proud. it. Unity. To think that do you, who would ever have thought a whole Nigeria could actually unify? Nigeria. I actually thought that this game would end the Commonwealth. I really had a feeling that the Commonwealth would just be scratched after this whole thing, and half of you lot would be getting deported back to Nigeria. But you know what? I'm actually glad that everybody took it. A sportsman, very good sportsmanship. And um, yeah, my win of the week goes to the Nigeria squad. Well done to you. 2-1. Not bad at all. Not shoddy. Not bad. You lot have come a long way. You've been able to play as a team now. We all know that most of you were trying to be a star. Yeah. Um, when you lot really like banded together, everyone wanted to be a star. But now you lot have learned what it is to play together collectively so as a proud. team. And we as Africans, we're all proud of you. So congratulations, congratulations to the Nigerian Congratulations. You lot need to stop eating pounded yummy for your matches. <laughs> Better performance. Um, you need to do more in training than fucking shocking as you can shake up. You might get some. And also, shout out to Afro Republic for making fucking history. Way. That's it. Sold out the fucking O2. We're doing too much. Well done, Nigerian no, general. Well done. As you can tell, I'm well proud. You know. And Lord, shout out listen, to my mum. My win of the week. Oh, shout, out, shout out to my mum for perching with her girls at the match. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. 
listen, I was meant to be at the match, but I had like other work commitments. So I was really surprised that um, your mum purchased that. But you know what? Kudos to her. Bucket hat. She, my mum was also I'm there. So jealous. Lining up in the queue. Can to I have a bucket, bucket hat? hat. No, you can't. I can ask her I'm, for I'm it. I'm first in line for the bucket hat. You would never wear one. Not over your curls. Don't even try it. Oh, Don't okay. try it. You know, good. When I've never seen you wear a bucket hat. I own Kangol hats and everything. I, I, yeah, I remember that time you had a bucket hat. Yeah, I live for a bucket hat. Yeah, that kind of LL Cool J one. Oh, that LL Listen, I've got all of them, and that's what's all. The thing of it is, I I just want that bucket hat. But yeah, so kudos to them. That's one of the. You can have it. Tina, she she couches one of the children as well. (laughs) Exactly. I'm I'm an honorary child. Honorary child. (laughs) Oh god. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. This week, our wine was from Savers. Yes. Savers is not sponsored. But what I will say to Savers is he didn't charge me five p for the bag today. So thank you, Savers. Listen, don't fire that person. We're not going to tell you the location. This was a Savers in Birmingham. Yeah, <laughs> it really wasn't but okay no, but yeah guys thank you so much for listening Thanks, and guys. as per usual we've really enjoyed um putting this out for you guys make sure you guys like comment and subscribe Can you follow, follow us, on us twitter, please please follow us on twitter our twitter account is at the gathering pod our instagram is at the gathering podcast and uh t- actually go on youtube as well because i feel like most of our viewers are coming from soundcloud which is amazing and thanks for the comments on soundcloud thank you yeah the comments you last week you all the funny. people that we reached out to all the people that you know were really affected by um a lot of the stuff that we spoke about with in terms of like mental health and stuff like that please do seek help if you really do need any help make sure that you reach out to your local gp to local organizations mind all these different ones we should have actually listed them that's our fault we should list different organizations that can help you but you know even if you need to reach out to us you know we have an email at the gathering pod at google.com so reach out to us as well if you want to have a conversation with us because we're we're really open we're an open book so guys thank you so much again make sure you tune in next week next week is going to be wednesday remember it's not going to be monday and um yeah Love you guys. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.